Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Uh, yeah, it's Taz uh, here. Moose is not in this week. Zach Gelb is in for the Moose. We're coming live right now for the, from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. If you'd like to call the show, it's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. 855-212-4227. That's an 855-212-4CBS. Thank you. Everybody listening across CBS Sports Radio, across this great United States. On one of our awesome affiliates, much appreciated. Maybe you're listening on the CBS Sports Radio app or the Radio.com app. Maybe you're listening on either of those spots. Thank you for that. Maybe on Sirius XM Channel 206, the home for CBS Sports Radio. Or maybe on the Sirius XM app you're listening. So if you're following the show, thank you for that. You're doing that on uh, social media, maybe on Twitter or Instagram, at Taz and the Moose. So there it all is. Uh, now we do a little something here, Zach, called The Three. You know what The Three is? Yes. Okay, did you do the three yesterday? I did the three yesterday, and I did it when I was uh, in with Moose a few weeks back oh, when really? you were vacationing. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like I said earlier. I don't really vacation. My bad. Diligently working somewhere. Yeah, just else. working somewhere in the, you know in my pool house. All right, here we go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Antonio Brown will rejoin the Raiders. Yeah, well, the whole helmet saga, we went from frostbite, frostbite foot Jones. He's got the foot issue. Now we got the helmet thing that's been going on for, what, about a week or so, yeah. give or take. You know, where he's using a helmet that's outdated. Then they thought there was some sort of a loophole in this. Where There is a kind of a loophole. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so the way that this works is the National uh, Operating Committee on Standards for Athlete Equipment, they only approved helmets that are less than 10 years old. His helmet... Noxe. Is, 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 yeah, yeah okay. that's, what's, that's what most for short. Instead of saying National Operating Committee uh, for Standards and Athletic Equipment. So let, me, let me redo this. We'll press the rewind thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, everything here. So, uh, the, the, the Noxe uh, only improves uh, helmets that are uh, un- uh, 10 years or under. This helmet is uh, 10 years right. and, and more, so... Uh, older. The loophole, I mean, 10 years ten, and older. Yeah, older. Right. So, the loophole here is if... He can find the helmet because the helmet that he has, which is the shut shut air advantage, they stopped making in 2011. Right. So for the next year or two, if you could find one of those helmets that have been... 10 years, right. you know, 10 years or less, then he could maybe find one. But how are you going to find the helmet? Mm. And also, is it going to fit your uh, your head? Right. Well, we talked a lot about this earlier in the first segment, Zach. Um, a lot. A lot of detail. So anybody missed the first segment, the first couple of seconds, you know, you guys are busy. You guys, it's tough to listen to three hours of programming live. So you can catch the show on demand at radio.com or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You could download Taz and the Moose every day. So we had a long conversation about this, about the helmet situation with Antonio Brown and all that jazz. Oh, I mean, Mr. Picture. So you, you could get the full details on that. But um, this Shut helmet, right? So Shut still makes helmets, uh, but it's the style helmet that that he wants. Antonio Brown wants to continue using. 
like now I think the newer one is the Air X Pro, I believe, is one of the newer. You're really into these helmets. I know a lot about helmets. I do, from football and lacrosse with my son, you know. So I've invested a lot of money for him as a lacrosse player at a high level, you know, uh, buying helmets throughout high school, playing club ball or middle school. You know, and then when you're in college, different story with the club ball. don't really happen much. But so, yeah, I've spent a lot of money on helmets for my kid. And my wife always wanted to be safe, obviously. So when he was little playing football, he had a shut helmet. Uh, I don't remember which style he had, but he had a shut helmet. So, and I gave a little backstory earlier, Zach, if you remember. I was talking about back years ago in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, there was a, Rydell was the big helmet everybody used in the NFL and college and high school and youth ball. And there was a, a, a helmet called Bike, just spelled just like a bicycle, Bike, B-I-K-E, which was actually owned by a company called Shut. They got rid of the name Bike uh, years back, and it's just Shut XP, Shut X, whatever, Air, you know, whatever ones. You, there's a bunch of different lines. The XP line is, I think, the higher-end line, like the pro-type line. Anyway, so to the point you made earlier, Antonio Brown, though, he wants to, he's claiming, he wants to continue using the one he's been using. Now, I'm still confused. Like, I'm sorry, like, that an NFL player, you know, can continue using a helmet that's that old because these things through Noxay have to get, you know, recertified each year. It happens in college, happens in high school, with football helmets, lacrosse helmets, baseball uh, helmets, softball helmets, college. They, they, these things need to get recertified every year. You know, so to have something that's 10 years old playing at that high level in the NFL, it's amazing that he was able to play that long with the Steelers, you know, with a helmet that old. It's because he's probably comfortable with it, and also maybe it's a, super, a superstitious thing. No, I believe all and that. I'm just I'm surprised that he's he was allowed. And he hasn't changed it. No, that, that he was allowed to. You well, know, I guess because it's 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 within the 10 years. Right. That, that's what I it guess. seems like, like this guess. whole thing is. And, you know, Brady was even talking about how he wanted to uh, keep his helmet. Right, he was. We have, we have that sound for that. Let's take a listen to Tom Brady here. Whenever you get a chance, Pete, just let See, me know. See, I set it up they for you. Kind of spoke to me last year about it, and um, I've been experimenting with a couple different ones, and I don't really love the one that I'm in, but, you know, I don't really have much of a choice, so I'm just trying to do the best I can to work with it. My last helmet, you know, I wore in the last four Super Bowls, you know, so it was a pretty great helmet for me, and I hated to put it on the shelf, but... You know, that was kind of what they said to do. So kind of what I'm dealing with, and I'm working, kind of working with something else. Does everything perfect. Whatever the, whatever professional, the, whatever and the now coaches you have a professional, say, petulant do, baby in AB. Right. They told me to do it, so I will do it. I'm Tom Brady. I listen to everyone that is in charge. I'm such a good choir boy. Oh, he's annoying. Okay, anyway, uh, the thing is this, right? I'm wondering, like with Antonio Brown, or even in this case, Tom Brady told me he had a helmet for four Super Bowls for four years, whatever. Um... I'm strongly assuming that these guys, a guy like that is not bringing their helmet home at the end of the season. I'm bringing it up for a reason. They got to be giving their helmet back to the equipment guy, but the equipment guy knows it's their helmet. And that helmet is probably going to Noske because they all go. And that's what happened. That's what happens with high school players, all different players. The team helmets go to Noske and they get recertified. So that helmet, just keep it on the Antonio Brown topic. Had to be. I'm a. I'm strongly assuming he's not bringing it home, so he's giving it to the equipment guy. The equipment guy's sending all the helmets to Noske, okay, to get recertified because that's what has to happen. And I'm telling. I told earlier about this, Zach. I know about this. Maybe had a few versions of it. 
Um, maybe. Because he, a lot of guys have practice helmets, too. Because yeah, just on the, the timeline of this, they told him about, let's say, a month ago that you have to change your helmet. Let's pull the helmet from him. Then, you know, he, he had the helmet. He caused a, a big stink about, I want to wear this helmet. Originally, he thought Brady and Rodgers were getting a pass because they've been talking about this, too. Then the uh, equipment guy sent him a video of Rodgers practicing. Comes back the next in a different in a different helmet, helmet a new yeah. helmet. Comes back the next day, pretends like nothing ever happened, as if he never threw a big stink about it. And then a month later, you know, this past week, made another big deal about this and threatened to retire. And at one point, he tried to bring his old helmet onto the field and painted it <laughs> in Raiders colors. Tremendous. This is such a bizarre story. Yeah. And he's saying that this new helmet he can't see. And if and his argument was, if they make me wear a certain helmet and then I get a concussion, the NFL should be held liable. But the helmet they're giving him is a safer helmet. It's more new. It's, so it's, it's just current. the same helmet he wore when his now teammate, per- perfect, Vontaze perfect, Ugh. drilled him. Remember that? Yes. And gave him a concussion. Yes, yes. I'm wondering if that's the same helmet. It must be the same helmet he's wearing. It seems if he never changed the helmet. Yeah, I would think so. Well... You know, it, it, it's just the style shut helmet he has. And, and uh, you know, like I said, you can get the X-Pro. Or you can get the other one, the, uh, there's another one, a VTR, VTD, something like that. That's really high end. I know you come prepared, but I'm stunned how much knowledge you have on Thank the Thank you, helmets. sir. Yeah, no, I, I, and, I, and like I was saying, because, like, as a dad, I think that's really where my knowledge came safety. from. Yeah, safety. When my kid played football and with lacrosse. I talked earlier about a buddy of mine when my son was in high school. He went to buy team helmets for the whole team. And then the school had to, it had to be approved not just for the school, but he, they, the equipment person had to make sure it was NASK, you know, certified. You can't just buy any helmet you want, you know. The, the so. shocking thing to me is... Just how much of a stink he's making about this. I think it's... I realized this earlier, Zach. I really think a part of me feels that... I really... Does he not think he's going to be the same player? I just... No, dude. I I think it's a complete distraction because he can't go out there and ball out right now. We saw on Hard Knocks the first episode. So he wants to blame something on the frostbite. Yeah, I think he wants to have a little distraction. And what did he do? He didn't hang around with his team. He went back to freaking Miami. He went home. So I guess the Why coming in on the hot in, air balloon wasn't enough of a distraction. Exactly, right? Stay in Napa Valley. Stay at camp with the Raiders. Okay, so you could still go out and do drills. You still could go out. If you're not wearing your helmet, yeah, I mean, you could still, I don't care if you're just doing pre, you know, pre-practice stretch with your team. Be with your team. What, what the hell? You're going to Miami? Right? That's where he's got this big match in Miami. It just shows you this guy's a, a ticking time bomb. That's what it is. Great player. A great player. Hall of Famer. Give it three weeks. And uh, it might all fall apart for the Raiders. Number two. Tom Brady comments on his house being on the market. Oh, yes. Taz is buying it, by the way. <laughs> Taz and Boomer, they're going to uh, put their money together and, and buy this $39.5 million house. That's not a bad idea. Boomer Esiason. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, Boomer would be a good guy to go in partners on that Brady house. Rubbing up against Boomer. Boomer could have half the house. I could have the other half. Just make sure Boomer pays more money. Oh, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Boomer's... This is Boomer Esiason. Boomer's always smiling. You know why, right? His wallet's always tickling his ass. Well, he has 10,000 <laughs> jobs. <laughs> that's why he's smiling. No, I love Boomer. He knows that. Yeah, no, um, Tom Brady. So I, w- I was telling you this earlier, Zach. So I was in va- vacationing up in the uh, Antilles in Cape Cod. At the potato chip factory. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I was up there and I was watching the local news, man. They were talking about Tom Brady. 
and about his house, showing video of his house that's up on the market, $39 million. And you would think the sky was falling up in Massachusetts, up in the Boston region, Cape Cod. People are like, oh, my God, why is he He just resigned. Where's he going? Is he leaving? Why is he going? There was all these conspiracy theories. Like uh, Coming from, up next on the 5 o'clock uh, dude, news, I'm not kidding. That's how Tom it was. Brady may be leaving the Patriots. His Bro. house is on the market. Will the team sell him next? All kidding aside. That's exactly what one of the channels I was watching, they did. Because these TV people it, are so freaking stupid at times. Unlike the radio people, we're all smart. All of us. Nope. So uh, 65% of the time. Maybe 63. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so it was like the sky was falling. If you were in the state of Massachusetts hearing this about Brady putting his house up for sale, listen, let's take a listen to Tom Brady because he makes some sense, and I, I don't think there's much of a conspiracy. Take a listen. It takes a long time to sell a house. I don't know if you guys, my house is a little bit of expensive one, so it doesn't humble quite, jokes, you know, fly off the shelf in a couple Hold weeks. Hold on a second. Wait, oh. stop. <laughs> you know what's kind of at a host there? Was that EEI, right? WEI? Yeah. Boston, one of our great affiliates. Greg Hill. Sure. Yeah, Greg Hill Jones. You notice how there's a little snicker, like when he makes a little socket. You know, my house is kind of expensive. And they're like, hey, Tom, get a bath. We're putting a picture over. That was annoying. That whole thing was, that annoyed me. That well, that, that's by those, a fake radio laugh. That's fake that's, Boston radio laugh. I got to suck up is. to Brady. It's his first time on the show with the new show. And yeah. You'll never hear me do that with a guest on this show. I think he laughed at a few, at a few of my jokes that weren't that funny. No, no, I meant with a guest. Oh, okay. You're a host. You're a guest host. Gotcha. You're a radio talent, sir. You're not a guest calling in, you know? My house is a little bit of expensive one, so it doesn't... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's sarcastic. $39 million. All can decide. It's going to take a long time to sell yeah. that. So I was telling you, man, we were, we were out there at Cape Cod, and uh, and my wife was looking at different homes for sale, like vacation homes. Some of these homes were like $10 million, $11 million. And she's like, look at this. This house has been on the market over a year. And the price has fluctuated like a mil, mil and a half here and there each you know, each few months. So you're looking at a home that's thirty nine million dollars. It's going to take a couple of years to sell. Do you now yeah. question going to Cape Cod because your wife saw houses that were ten million dollars? Maybe she wants you to purchase. One. No, I question going to Cape Cod because it's near all the Patriots and Red Sox fans. They're everywhere. That's it's annoying, and I don't like them. And they're probably only talking Patriots right oh, now. Oh, I right? walked. I walked in a bar. Yeah, I walked. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I walked in a bar. Well, it was a a raw bar, like you know, but it was a bar, you know, yeah. Oyster Jones and all that. I walk in, and I'm rocking a med hat. Not a Yankee hat, because I'm not a Yankee fan, but I'm rocking a red hat, and you just wear any, as you know, you wear a Met or a Yankee or a Jets or Giants, any kind of New York paraphernalia or merch, it gets their eyes going. And the guy's like, ah, you guys are doing good. I go, you guys aren't. (laughs) (laughs) My wife says, ah, you're such a heel. A heel's a bad guy, though. And, And the guy's like, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. You're not a Yankee fan. I go, what kind of hat I got on, bro? He's all right. Well, here's what you got to say. He's then. the bartender. I'm, I'm a jerk right away to everybody. Here's what you got to say. Complete we share one jerk. thing in common. We what? both hate the Yankees. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going to bond with a Boston guy. You don't need guy. to be buddy-buddy. It's not happening, bro. I was once at a hibachi restaurant in Boston. A friend of mine it's was hibachi. Wearing, oh, hibachi, sorry. Yeah, it's hibachi. It's, it's 8.15 in the morning. Yeah, I need well, some more um, AM. Friend was uh, wearing a Yankees hat. Eastern. They took the Yankees hat and put it on the grill. Who did this? Oh, really? In Boston? Yeah. The chef. Were you at Calhoun's? No. You know what that is? Mm-mm. You would love Calhoun's. It's called Fire Nice. Nice. It's right outside of Boston, I think maybe in Revere, Mass, is a Chinese place, Chinese restaurant called uh, Calhoun's. Mm. It's un- old school, big, huge place. Best Chinese food you ever had in your life, bro. Called Calhoun's? Calhoun's with a C. Like, Cal- like yeah, Calhoun's. Like, Going to the like uh, opening game this year. Maybe Dude, I'll stop there uh, during the day. GTS it, you'll find it. All right, what do we got? We got another one? All right, three. There we go.
Number three. NBA and MLB schedules released yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big thrill. The the NBA released their schedules. Wait wait until October, November to watch the games. And the MLB, let's release the schedule while the games are going on and still do it on the day where the NBA releases their schedule. Great marketing by the MLB to release 162 games that if your team's in the race, no one cares about them. That's right. You heard it from Zach Gelb. All right, on that note, we're going to break. Uh, okay, great. Good job with the, with the, the, the schedule out. That's great. I also had a break. We're going to talk about the remember the bagel boss guy, that little annoying guy that I want a mafia kick? Uh, I'm going to talk about him on the other side of the break. Taz with Zach right here on Taz and the Moose. Break back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. On CBS Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, we're going to get in here talking about uh, someone wants to fight, or someone's going to fight, Lenny Dyche. Remember Lenny Dyche from the Mets, great player. Uh, <laughs> Whack job that. now, though. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. We'll get to that topic in a sec. Look, we just walked in here. This is a uh, gimmick. Yeah, Jimmy Jim Jim Heller. <laughs> Brad Heller is here for his Jimmy Jim Jim. Yes, what Frankie Heller. Yeah, so the latest sports update here for uh, Mr. Heller. Bob Feller. Yeah. Um, what's Brent going Heller. on, You good? Yeah. Yeah. Heller. I like your hat. I've said that before, but well, big fan of your Houston Oilers hat. Old school throwback Jones. School. I actually, I have two of these. I have this navy one, navy blue, and I also have the baby blue one. You know, I didn't want to wear that thick because I'm... A lot of baby blue going on here right now, but it matches like a good. Baby. The navy, the navy with the with the baby blue Actually, shirt. Well, that's what I'm a fashion esque type guy. You are. You know, I understand colors and I understand coordination. So right, baby, help. Even that's at this my... ungodly hour. Well, that's it. I'm, I'm constantly handsome. I mean, we know this. I'm not Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, constantly but, handsome. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's hashtag. Kind of, that sounds like a new Twitter bio for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That would require me to log in to change my profile, which I haven't done in a very long right, time. Right, so. right. Ba 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 wah wah. Okay, go ahead. Do your update. Come on. Okay. Ba wah wah. What's up? We're playing the hits here on Tazimus. Okay. Can you do your update? I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Some more home run history last night. Major League Baseball will start in New York. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. He's done it again. Another three-run home run for Glaber Torres. Glaber Day. He is the Glaber of the month. John Sterling, WFAN Yankees Radio Network. Glaber Torres, his second three-run homer of the game. He also went deep in the opener as the Yankees swept a doubleheader with the Orioles, 8-5 and 11-8. Torres is the first player since Roger Maris to hit 13 home runs against the same opponent in one season. That's one off of Lou Gehrig's record. They play two more times to the Yanks and O's, and the Yankees have beaten the O's 14 straight times. Meanwhile, Reds rookie Aristides Aquino setting a major league record. His eighth home run in just 12 games. It came in a 7-6 loss to the Nationals in Washington. Here's his manager, David Bell, on Fox Sports Ohio. We believe in him, and we believe that he's going to keep going. And, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to need him, too. So it's, it's, been, it's been fun to watch for everyone. And, um, you know, it's exciting when a young player from your own system comes up like that and is able to contribute. Elsewhere, one day after hitting the go-ahead grand slam in the 10th inning, Carlos Santana, the walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth to give Terry Francona's Indians a 6-5 win over the Red Sox in Cleveland. I mean, he has come up so big for us. He's been so consistent. 
you know, right when you get punched in the stomach, he takes a swing like that. I mean, that was a gorgeous swing. That's awesome. Water what, was right he in a cave? I don't know. It sounds like he was inside of a Dixie Was he cup. in Cape Cod or something? Oh, that, that. That's where he relaxes in his office after home games. I don't oh. know. By the way, I was in a cave in Cape Cod. <laughs> okay, aside. No, because I'm a, I'm a stud at miniature golf. Oh, so yeah. I play, yes. I love that. I probably, I've been to that course. It's called the Pirates, Pirates Cove. Yes! 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 the experience right yeah! here. Yeah! Hella knows, baby Brad. Hella knows. Bob Feller. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Pirates Cove Jones. Yes. Hole nine. Toughest hole. Hole in one. I got it. My favorite miniature golf course anywhere. It's the best. The best. Do you have any video of you it's like in golfing? Your, actually, lean mean. If you're listening, sir, maybe you could tag young Zach. Uh, Lee Mean has some video. There was a little bit of a, a video package done on this a couple of years ago. Because ah. I go to the same. I go to Pirates Cove all the time. I got a hole-in-one on hole nine, which is uh, one of the tougher holes there, as you know. And uh, a bunch of people cheered for me. Other mark, people, mark. And they were cheering like crazy. And little mark, kids mark, were crying mark. how awesome my, my play was. I was like Bruce Kepka, but different. Okay. Pirates Cove. So if you're interested in that, not that I have to plug them. They're in Yarmouth. Uh, Massachusetts, uh, which is on the Cape. My family goes every year. It's been really? a couple of years since I've been there, but anytime really? I go, I have to go to Pirates Cove. We're the same way. Yeah. Now, are you taking away from kids' time on the miniature golf Absolutely. course? Absolutely. You're jumping me. up and Absolutely. down going crazy. I will tell you, I, my, we were there, my son, myself, my son's girlfriend, oh, okay. my wife, but we were all there. But your so kids are my like wife, 20 now, Well, yeah, right? he is, and his girlfriend, right? So his girlfriend, she was... She was, she was Talking some smoke beforehand. Ah. She's a Jersey girl, Jersey Shore. Trying to get under the skin. She a plays bit. a lot of miniature golf since she's a kid on Jersey Shore. She was complaining about slow pace of play. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. She was very good, but just not as good as the human suplex machine. So that's me. Yeah. So the Men. victor. The victor. I shot a 51. I, I could just see you have a. Let's say a dad who's like 35 with his eight-year-old kid. Yeah. And Taz is going, speed it up. Let's oh, yeah. go. I'm in the groove oh, here. I'm in I'm a rhythm. I'm let's go. In. No, I'm doing it. I get out there. I pack a lip, right? I make sure I pound some beers beforehand. My wife will drive, and I just go play. You're right, like Brooks Kepka. Get in the zone. You get in the zone. <laughs> I'm just sitting there just, you know, really. I mean, one guy said to me last year, he's like, you know, sir, if you know, should you have that, you know, big pack a lip, you know, with his kids around. I'm like, what am I? Am I smoking crack? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> well, <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. That, that's a doing? drop. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? I really can't. said a lot worse. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just jealous that you were three under par on the front nine. That's, <laughs> that's all. exactly right. I can't bro. play mini golf anymore because the people are too slow in front of me. It's annoying. That's you know, a golf purist, by the way. It actually helps my game. I need slower the better. Okay. So I just need to slow the whole thing down. And then when you win, it's like a like like you won the World Series. Yeah, it was. Oh, I make a big stick. There was a lady in front of us playing with her husband. He, she had a walker, so it was a little slow, but it was perfect for me because I was able to regroup. You know, <laughs> regroup. It's <laughs> a three on the hole. I like right, your thoughts. Focus. Let's go. Come on. Real. Great oh, moments are born way, from great opportunities. Do you put that hole in one with? Up there with some of your biggest achievements ever in the Absolutely. ring. Absolutely. I should put it in my Twitter bio. Tell, tell Bobby to do that in my Twitter manager. I don't know why it's not there already. Because then we may have been I, Twitter friends before today. We could have been. We just bonded. And I'll tell you this right now. Eight-time uh, mini-golf champ. Tess. I'll give you some advice to all you people here and everybody listening at home. Um, what you need to do is when you go play mini-golf, you know, they say, what color ball do you want? Listen, don't fall for that crap. Okay, don't ask for a purple ball or a blue ball or a red ball. Don't ask. You get a white ball. I'm a purist. I'm a golf purist. Mm-hmm. You know that, Mike. I'm a golf. I get a white ball. And everybody's like, oh, 
You're hitting on people behind the line. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a player. When you ask for a white ball, right away, the intimidation factor is up. That is People's, totally true. Dude, I fall for it every time. My son <laughs> fell for it. My son. No, seriously. Because no, you pick the colored right. ones because you're going to lose them. That's what like I am the for the kids. Right. My that son end up said like to me, nine holes ahead. My son whistles to me. You know, when your kid's 20, like they don't usually put you over and say you're cool dad. And he picked like a, like a purple ball or whatever. And, they, and I go white. And he whispers to me. He goes, that was a boss move. <laughs> So yeah, I'll that, be, means yeah that means business. He's in his happy place. No it's one's complaining about yeah. how long you're taking on the eleventh par four <laughs> yeah, got when you got ball. a white one a white sitting ball. there on the tee. This yeah. guy, I mean, it's when remember yeah. when Tiger showed up to the, right. the event with the sunglasses and the backwards cap. Yeah, yeah. Taz with a white ball. Yeah. He means business. It's a huncho move. Huncho, huncho. Yeah, top guy. I yeah. played uh, mini golf in in New York City. Oh yeah, not that long ago, and I was just wishing I was at Pirates Cove because they're just. These courses right. are so bland. Like, give they me suck. the waterfall. Give yeah. me the cave. Give me the pirate. Give me the shark spitting. Give me yeah, the levels no, where it starts <laughs> up yeah. top and it goes down four different levels Bro. to the bottom. And you get your cardio in. You can walk Absolutely. up and down. There's steps. There's pirates coming at you. There's caves. Now, you do this every year? Every year. And I only play miniature golf once a year, and it's at Pirate's Cove. I will not play anywhere else. I will not subject myself to any other course. I train at a place on Long Island. I do train all year in golf. Uh, oh, you golf. can't go there as a beginner. No, you cannot go there. No, as a you got to be ready. No, you little kids laughable. running around. This is going to be fun. I'm like, laughable. Kid, you have no idea. Oh my god! I'm they're like, crying. Kid, you have no they're idea. crying the by the end. Kids are crying by by hole eight. You know what we crying. should do next? They've year? shot 150 yeah. by the eighth yeah. hole, and they're and like, I'm, "Get me yeah, out of here!" I'm 20 strokes we, in, bro. Kidding me? We should plant a sandwich. We should plant a kid at the course and have him go run up and steal Taz's ball. No, just kidding me. That's a bad idea. That would not. That would be dangerous. Shut down Cape Cod. You can't have that happen. Have the kid's parents sign a waiver, though. We can't have Pirates Cove shut down for any reason. Hell, are you done? Frankie Hella. <laughs> are you done, bro? He, Almost. I mean, it's just... He's I mean, halfway through I the mean, update. trying to do an update here. All right, NFL news. <laughs> NFL.com reporting. Dak Prescott's looking for an extension worth $40 million per year. He turned down an offer that was worth $30 million per. And an arbitrator denying Antonio Brown's helmet grievance. He wanted to wear the one he's been using for the majority of his career. Said on social media he disagreed with the decision, but he's excited about returning to the Raiders once those frostbitten feet finally heal. And okay. Thank you, Hella. And that's actually going to happen. I'm sure you saw us. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second here. Breaking news, actually. Yes, breaking news. Exactly. That's what we do. We break news here. Okay, I just did a hand signal. Nothing happened. All that. Yeah. We got all sorts of things going on here. All right. Yeah. Multiple drops happening at once. That's awkward. Antonio Brown will be back at Raiders facility in Napa today. Uh, per source, I'm reading this from the Adam Schefter. But someone else, who, who, who broke Pro it? Pro football talk had right. it first. Give uh, that credit. Getting back on the field isn't going to happen immediately, but Brown will be back around his teammates. PFT has learned via a league source. Well, I have a question. It has nothing to do with Antonio Brown, but why didn't uh, why didn't the, the Adam Scheffner, why didn't he uh, credit PFT? That's not right. They have. They actually have, a, I think, a, a feud. That's oh, they had heat? Competition Joe. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen them. So he, he took, I've seen them be he took that headline and 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 just took it. That's not cool. We just take everybody's headlines here. That's what we do. People do that to me all the time. It's Absolutely. Bob Feller. It's not a game, on, people. I get hacked on a regular basis. All right. Anyway, so we got we're doing a bagel thing right now here. Okay, we set this whole thing up. You know about this, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So the bagel boss guy. Real very, quickly though. Yeah. Go ahead. Pro Football Talk eight thirteen. They posted the article, and, and, and I love Adam too. And he, it's probably just what Adam. He got who's the Adam? Intro. Formation. Adam Schefter. Oh, okay. You're dropping first names. That's he got like thir- does 13 minutes people. ago, he tweeted it out. So that means PFT did it first. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow, 13 minutes later? 
What is it? Just getting confident. It was 13 minutes later? 8.13 was when PFT had it. It's now 8.32. Um, Schefter's tweet was, let's see what this is. Uh, 8.19. Okay, so not oh, that big of a difference. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, And things that nobody cares about, though, really. Uh, but it bothers me. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. Is so that that's a karate move right that, there? No, it's just my upchuck. <laughs> so this is what has to happen. Antonio Brown should have never left camp. Just because he had an issue with the helmet and all this, and his feet, he should have been there. He should have been in Napa Valley. He should have been with his team. He should have never left. But this is the like we were saying earlier. This is the drama of AB. Well, they're doing what the Steelers did: do whatever you want and right. show up. Just show up. Last year game. he didn't show up though. Yeah, he, he played on the sideline with a mink coat. All right. Anyways, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, we kind of teasing this about the Bagel Boss guy. He's now apparently enough gonna, of this moron. I really. know, dude. He's going to fight Lenny Dykstra. You know, <laughs> and and uh, where do we know where they're fighting? It's like, uh, Damon Feldman celebrity promotion. What's so, that? I never even heard of that. I hate to drop another name, but I actually know Damon Feldman. Oh my! God. When I was an intern in Philly, they would always have him in. Do you really? Yeah. He's a fight promoter. He's like Don King. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you like burritos? No. All right. So, I, first off, if they're really going to have a fight, I'm assuming they're going to wear gloves. All right, boxing gloves and headgear. Lenny Dykstra is going to beat the living snot out of this little person. Um, he's he's going to destroy this guy. If Dykstra's sober, though, I don't care if he's not sober. He's going to beat him up. I promise okay. you. He's a pro athlete, and he was a hell of a player. You know, I call you're not called nails. And and you're not you're, this guy was called nails, bro. Dykstra may bite his ear off. Dykstra is nasty. He's like Mikey B. Like Mikey, that's actually a perfect example. <laughs> Mikey B is like today's version of Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you sound like him now too. You can barely speak right there. Here comes Dykstra the, can't speak either. Next week you'll have my book. Number four for the Mets, though. I gotta tell you, listen, I understand all, we all do the hot tub time with all Harry the stuff with, with Dykstra, but I gotta tell you. Playing baseball wise back in his prime, dude, he was. Some I wouldn't kind want of, to mess with that. He was some kind of player to watch, though. He was so much fun to watch. He really that guy. I don't. There weren't many who played harder than guys like him and Wally Backman and those guys back in the day. Man with the Mets, September seventh in Atlantic City. September seventh, Atlantic City. Okay, I'll make sure I'm not there. And uh, you couldn't pay me to watch that. No. no. Now you know what would be entertaining. What seeing Dykstra train for this fight. You um, can be that exclusive. Yeah. Well, you know this. Yeah, that's true. But the Bagel Boss guy. Uh, Gimmick Mitchell, whatever his name is. Um, Everywhere I go, I get the same <laughs> smirk with the biting lip. <laughs> what a loser. He's, it's such a work. Chris I Morgan. called it out. I, right. I called it out here when it happened. I said to Moose, you know, Moose is like, oh, it's a shame. The guy's undersized. He's depressed and all that. I'm like, Moose, this guy's a load of hogwash. This is a bit. This is a gimmick. Is he, no, Taz, no. And I was right. And it ended up because he, the guy was exposed kind of because he – all the stuff he was doing, he had a YouTube page. He was trying to get over. He was just trying to get hits. You know? I thought it was funny at first, but when he started to act as if he was leading this movement right, right, uh, against exactly. bullying, and he, right. he, he compared himself to Martin Luther King, it I said, embarrassing. Oh, yeah. whoever was doing the interview, shut the camera off, right. tell the guy he's a moron, and smack him across the face. And as a Long, Island, as a Long Islander that I am, it was very disappointing. And, and who gets and this mad over a bagel and tuna? Well, it depends. I mean, if you ask for veggie tuna, they give you regular tuna, that's eh, fighting words. Good point. You know, because there's a lot more calories in the regular tuna as opposed to the veggie tuna. When I go to a bagel place, I'm very happy. Right. I, well, I understand. Just eating those amount of carbs. I do the scooped. I My thing is I do a flat bagel, I do a scooped. Toast uh, it? No, I don't toast. I do a pumpernickel. This is my problem when people get bagels toasted, okay, at a real bagel. I don't love toasting the bagel. Now, some of you people 
okay, that maybe you're not living here in the tri-state area, no disrespect, if you're living in Phoenix, you're probably not getting the type of bagel that we're getting here. Your bagels are terrible. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go to a legit New York bagel shop, okay, no matter if it's in one of the five boroughs or Long Island, whatever, you don't ruin it by toasting it. It's freshly baked, soft Jones. Warm. You just warm. You just eat it. I like it not warm because I like when they put that thick butter on it. I don't like when the butter melts. You seem like you like the butter. No, melting. I hate the you butter hate the melting. Butter melting? I, I stop go- getting butter because yeah. it just melts. Tell them you tell them you don't want. Tell me you want a lightly baked, not hot bagel. Not a steaming hot bagel. I'm sure they love you when you go in and say that. <laughs> they, go, they go, here's this jerk. That, that. Say it again. I want the bagel scooped. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. I want veggie cream me. cheese on half of it, oh, regular cream cheese on the other. Bro, I don't want to sound like a douche, but my pitch is hanging up in the place. I mean, let's be Line honest. out the door. So, uh, yeah, so they I, go, yeah. all hell Taz, yeah, yeah, exactly. he's in the building. So, let's be honest here. Please, stop. So, yeah, I come in. It's like they know. It's scooped. It's lightly baked. It's not hot. But, dude, you got to be careful. If you get the bagel hot, now you get, look, Mike, you're an expert on food delivery. Okay, so <laughs> you know you've delivered bagels, and and, voice. and you know, and when that paper that is around the bagel right. is is full of butter, it's disappointing for the customer. Yeah, and then I have to be the one that explains to them what happened, and it's really not my fault. So and I then you drop a podcast it. about it. It's perfect. Boom, basketball drops next. Everybody wins. <laughs> Episode six drops. Today. Everybody wins. But but would you actually watch this fight? No, no. I don't give a rat's ass about any of these people, including Dystra. So, no, I would not watch this fight. Um, Two losers in a ring. That's what it is. The thing is, right is too, is the, the, the Bobby Mitchell, what's his name, the little guy? Uh, Chris Johnny, Morgan. Johnny Morgan. Yeah, he, the thing is with him. Who? Yeah, he, exactly. Like, his 15 minutes ended. Yeah, he's it trying did. to make it 15 years now. Yeah. Shut your mouth. I love God or my father. Or my thoughts. So, his 15 minutes ended. I saw That's some, funny, I'll say that. I saw someone with him training. Um, I came here, it was on Long Island, an MMA, MMA dojo at a school. And it was just a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, dude, I came here, it was with Chris Weedman, probably, who wrestled for yeah, Hops, yeah. the MMA fighter, uh, great fighter. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, really, Morgan? Just go away, little man. I'm like, I know. They should have the Willy Wonka music, Oompa Loompa, when this guy comes oh, out. Oh, that's the not ring. nice because you're tall and you make fun of the guy's height. <laughs> See, now you're being a bully. This is the problem. Yeah, you, can, is... you can come back at me and say, I'm Augustus Gloop. That's fine. <laughs> All right, anyway, so yeah, no, I'm not watching this fight. Mike, you gonna watch this fight? I will not be watching this fight. All right, all right, well, we'll now, about if it. Chris orders a delivery, though, he will deliver his food to Oh, him, yeah, you could tell that guy Morgan's not a big tipper. Yeah, I'm not taking my chances. Yeah, that. he's not gonna tip you. Give uh, you a short tip. We'll come back, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what happened at SummerSlam. It was a couple days ago, but still give a little update on that. For those that didn't see, there's a new Universal Champion in the WWE Universe, so. We'll touch that. We've got the undercard also coming up. Taz and the Moose with Zach Gelb sitting in for Moose. Be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio toll-free line 855-212-4227 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. So, I'm Taz. we got Zach Gelb sitting in for the moose as we get ready to wrap up this show in our last segment. And Zach will be back the rest of the week here with yours truly. So, the uh, SummerSlam, right? 
Big show. Big show for WWE happened this past Sunday night in Toronto, Canada. And uh, beautiful Toronto, beautiful city. Great wrestling town, by the way. Um, I uh, did a special here on CBS Sports for a reaction show, post-game show. And I um, want to thank everybody who listened to that reaction show. Uh, a ton of people called. Uh, the phone bank was filled throughout the three hours. Actually. Thanks very much. It was awesome. It was great. It was awesome. And uh, I know you're not a big wrestling fan anymore like you were when you were younger. Yeah, I, I used to always order WrestleMania when I was a kid. Right. Well, a lot of SmackDown and Raw, sure, obviously. Sure. And Mondays was, and Thursdays, if memory serves me right? Yeah, SmackDown was Thursday, Raw was Monday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, um, so so obviously, I'm sure you, you were probably working or busy, you probably didn't see SummerSlam. But, no, but I'll tell you, <laughs> your following is, and yeah. I know you don't need me to tell you this, it's, it's ridiculous. Cause oh, thank I, you. I was following afterwards, and... It makes you kind of want to get back into it again. Because <laughs> yeah. you see everyone just tweet after tweet yeah, yeah, after yeah. tweet. Yeah, very active they are. Mm-hmm. No, I'm blessed. I'm ever great. Uh, ever surprised ra- Rabbit fan base, base with wrestling. What's that? Ever surprised you after all these years still? Uh, humbly, I say no. And this is why. I know it sounds egotistical, but I don't mean it like that. The reason why, because I stay active on social media, even though I don't want to and I hate it. Yeah. I despise it. It makes me sick. But I stay active on there because I like to engage with the fans. So... Even though most people think I'm a heel, hard-ass Joe, uh, I'm actually a nice guy, and I like interacting with the people as long as they don't act like schmucks, you know. But for the most part, I like interact with them, so I stay active on there, which I do think keeps you know people engaged with me and my content that I provide. Yeah, and I actually I love when you guys had um, Becky Lynch in. Oh yeah, yeah, she, Moose and I had yeah, she's great. She is entertaining. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's great. Conor McGregor. She, yeah, she is. Uh, she is definitely a tremendous talent. Really good girl. Really a tremendous athlete. Um, she's the World Women's Champion. She was actually successful in a submission match against Natalia in Natalia's hometown, uh, home country, I should say, of Canada, um, in a uh, interesting match in that submission match. And I, I, I kind of, I don't want to say I, I knocked the match. I was just uh, interest, a little intrigued on the booking where that match went. And the reason why I'm saying that is usually a submission match. I mean, you can't, you don't win by pinfall. Okay, you only win by submission. You don't. You could use the ropes to hold the ropes for leverage. It could be any of that stuff. All, all, all that stuff goes. Usually in a submission match, you'll see a bunch of different submission holds used by each athlete trying to get the victory. They didn't do that in this match. The way this thing was booked, <clears throat> Becky Lynch, her finishing hold is a submission called uh, Disarmor. And it's an armbar version. Of, it's some sort of an armbar. Let's just leave it at that. I'm not getting too much in the woods. And Natalia uses a sharpshooter, which is a leg hold, a leg lock hold that Brett the Hitman Hart used. Sting used as a scorpion death lock. He never gets credit, but Sting was used. I think Brett might have used. I don't know who used the first. You know, Pete, who used the first? I'm not. I think it was Bret Hart. I'm not sure though. I'm not sure if Brett used it first. It's the same hold with different names. That happens in rotten wrestling, which bothers me. It hurts. It hurts the moves when there's always different names for moves. You know, um, wasn't Bret Hart this year attacked at the Hall of Fame? Stage? Yeah, someone went to tackle him, and then the guy got beat up. But he didn't hurt Bret. Yeah, some fan. What an idiot. Was, yeah, stupid. You got in a lot of trouble. Um, but anyway, so I was a that that match was good. But I just thought there'd be more submissions in it, and there wasn't. But the main, the, it was a good match, and the girls worked hard. Don't get me wrong. The, the guys in the main event, which was Brock Lesnar, he lost his Universal Title to Seth Rollins. It was a hell of a match. They did some pretty cool stuff in it, and it shocked a lot of people that Seth got the championship back. See, Brock has, you know, he works kind of a limited schedule, and he's he's not at Raw a lot, and he's been the Universal Champion. He gets a huge push. He's been on a top guy for a lot of years, and a lot of fans get mad because he's not at all the uh, 
the raw TVs. But I always defend Brock. I'm like, look, the guy has in his contract. He's got a days clause protecting him. He's smart. You know, it's 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 like a running back not to want to take a lot of hits. It's the same thing. You know, he's trying to keep his bump card, as we call it, not too full. So it's smart what he's doing. But fans get mad at Brock because he's not at all the shows. They love Seth for the most part. He's a grinder. He he's at everything. He works you know works every event, and now he's the new Universal Champ. So it's a big deal. So you know, uh, but all the matches were pretty good. I, I thought for the most part. I mean, all the phone calls I got, a lot of people were really fired up and and loved the show for the most part. And the one who got the most attention was Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Uh, he got the debut as the Fiend. That this character, this new character, we actually played his music on the air here on CBS Sports Radio. His new music. It's kind of like a Marilyn Manson remix of his original music. And um, and he beat Finn Balor pretty simply, which I was hoping that Finn Balor would have came out as Finn has like an alter ego okay. that he wrestles sometimes called the Demon. He's got the sick entrance. It's really cool. So it would have been cool to see the Demon versus the Fiend. But I got a feeling maybe they'll go there in the future. So that could be it. What's Cena? I know Cena's still involved, but not as heavily as he once was, right? Yeah, he's really trying to go heavy duty with acting. the acting. Acting! Yes, everybody wants to be an actor. Like Brad Heller. like Exactly, like Brad Heller, but different. Tobias yeah. Heller. Acting! Yeah. All right, here we go. We got the on um, the card. Here we go. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. So, again, a little update for me with The Undercard. That it might have been Sting that was doing the Scorpion Deathlock before Bret Hart was doing the Sharpshooter. This is what our research is telling us, correct, Pete? Yeah, I, I believe he was doing it back in the uh, mid-'80s, and I think Bret Hart started doing it when he was a singles wrestler. Right. That, but... After the Hart Foundation did Yeah, yeah. He wasn't doing it with the Hart Foundation. Yeah. And see, the funny thing is with all submission holds in wrestling, usually we, a lot of us here in America or, like, in Canada think we invented a hold, and then you go watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, and those guys are doing the holds in the 80s before everybody else. So that, that's what happens all the time. How are we looking at the undercard? Probably a little time on time. We can get a few in. All right, then begin. And I will mention, you said Brad Heller. Uh, check out Taz and the Moose on Instagram. Post game with Heller on what was actually a loving love fest here in the really? final update. So we have a special fun. content mm-hmm. focusing on Heller. Bonus Heller. Bonus Heller. Frankie all Heller, Heller all the time. Okay, Jimmy, but, Jim, Jim, Heller. Alex Rodriguez had personal items from his car stolen worth about $500,000. Yeah. So could you be keeping that much money of goods in your car? Think a lot. I would think not, unless you have a safe in your car, which he might. I don't even leave clothes in my car. And who wants to steal a bunch of triple XL shirts? Nobody. No, nobody wants a, a triple XL large temple polo. But, but his driver, by the way, went to go have dinner. And when the driver was at dinner, that's when the car got broken into. Really? Inside Jones. Inside job. Driver going to need a new job. Yeah, they should maybe look into that. Yeah, you don't want to leave something now. Items like jewelry or cameras, laptops. Cameras, laptops. I mean, half a million dollars. I mean, well, I mean, really, what kind of iPad does JLo use? That's a penny, though, to both of them. Oh, of course. Give me a bag of shells. I mean, they should buy uh, Brady's house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, think A-Rod would fare too well in that area, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe right, not in the Red Sox country, right? A-Rod Jones. That'd be tough for him up there. Uh, you know what? All right, next. Oh, I have to do it. Yes, you oh. start. So I, it's just me. Uh, me and then you. Me, then you. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, uh, you, then uh, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pulling curtain back Jones right there. Pulling that was a quick back. turnaround. Yeah, that was, that's how we do it, Yeah, These guys are nasty. I got uh, Who needs to follow that? Nobody. Uh, Lakers Actually, we're going to break. You know what I'm yeah. going to show. The show's over. We're, we're going to break. The show. What about the Clippers? 
Yeah. Who cares? We'll talk about it. All right. Mike, great job as Mike usual. Mike is first game. Uh, Pete, you're the best, of course. We got Hella. Hella's awesome. We know that. Bob Feller. And uh, you, Zach Gelbs. Uh, yes, uh, much appreciated. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. You got it. Good job, A lot of buddy. fun. Thanks to everybody who called and listened to the show and engaged on social media. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, bye. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.